Hi, this is Bex from Garris Random Ramblings. You're listening to The Robin Slim Show. Listener discretion is advised. I'm back and I'm ready to put my foot inside someone's ass. That's how it's done. In this corner, the devastating duo of mayhem, carnage, and absolute destruction, Rob and Slim! You're listening to Rob and Slim Interviews with Rob. Sports, am I right? And Slim. What about politics? Internet Radio's Finest. Rob and Slim Show. Hey, what's up? This is Wigwolf. What's up, Wigwolf? Writer and director of The Wet Ones. And I got to get it out of the way here. Are you a wolf that wears a wig? Yeah, a werewolf that wears. Cool. So wait, is is the wolf the one wearing the wig, or is the wig where like does the wig control the wolf? Who's the one that like does the wig have powers or anything like that? Yeah, well, the wig is like a separate entity, but it's like a parasite on the werewolf. All right, oh, that's okay. cool. That's cool. Uh, and. Who, who wins out most of the time as far as the, the, the battle? Does the wig or the wolf the one in control? I guess I guess it's more like a like a partnership like like mm. Venom. Yes, I was just gonna say if you, like, your life is in danger, the wig would make sure. Yeah. The wig would make sure you didn't die. I like that. I like that. I like that a lot. And I love the wet ones. I the wet ones is just it's it's crazy looking. Uh what can you tell us about the film? Well it's kind of like um a story it's three interconnected stories it's i say the structure would be pretty similar to something like pulp fiction except it's it's in linear order and it's just kind of about these weird bizarre characters and they're mostly dolls and um some human actors it's kind of like it's a mix Nice. I saw you, Bunyula is is a part of it because you originally did Bunyula TV, which is where we originally like. I think I followed you, and you followed back, and he is a vampire bunny. Yeah, it's he's he's a part of it. He's a big part of the plot and a character in it, and a lot of the stuff from that show is in it, and it it's kind of like retelling a lot of stuff from that show, but also. I don't know. It's like it's different. It's hard. I don't know if you, have you ever seen the movie New Nightmare that Wes Craven made? Yeah, yeah, I saw that. It's kind of like like that where it's like he was making another Freddy movie, but like it's like not the same at the same time. It's like totally different. Right. Nice. Nice. Yeah, well, the New Nightmare that was the one where uh, they they were making the Freddy movie, but Freddy was real. Like the uh, I think the actress in it, she was in the movie. But then it turns out that Freddy was really real and not just a movie character, right? Yeah, and then it's supposed to be that he's Satan taking the form of Freddy, right. or like an ancient demon. It's it's pretty weird. Yeah, it sounds, I like I've I like that, that one. one. It's, it's I saw the one. reboot, 
which I thought was good, which a lot of people didn't like. The reboot of uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. But that I was... never saw that one. Yeah, it's a, it's a cool movie. You should check it out. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, as, as far as the wet ones go, though, I see some big names attached. I see you got uh, Andy Dick on board. Yeah, he has... He, I mean, he has a very small role in the movie, but yeah, he is in it. He he plays a character named the Bunny King. <laughs> that sounds that sounds perfect, Randy. And I saw Lloyd Kaufman is is also on the on the list. Yeah, he he's um he has a role in it, and um so a, a small cameo role, but he 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 plays a char- like a weird random character, but um. Yeah, so he'll be in it too. That's cool. I remember once he favorited one of my show tweets, and I just was like, "Wow, that's that's the best." I felt so cool, so cool. Yeah, he's a really really nice guy. That's awesome. And uh, I first connected with you because uh, Kenny Killingham from the channel Living Dead. We sometimes talk in, in messages, just every now and then we shoot the shit. And he told me he was involved in, in the project as well. Yeah, he's actually he's playing a character that's a mix of him. And Benjamin Franklin, and his name is Kenjamin Franklin in the movie. <laughs> I love it. I love that. <laughs> That's super cool. Super cool. Do you do any so, uh, uh, voices in it too, Wigwolf? Yeah, I'm doing like a a ton of voices. I I was trying to fill out the credit on the IMDb, and then I think I was getting up to maybe twenty five or thirty voices, but I might I might end up replacing myself later with some other voice actors maybe so but i guess i'll see how it comes out and then cool cool that's awesome when is it coming out um if i hope to have be able to release have the dvd and available on by the end of this august actually if it if i get everything on schedule and what, what uh, besides the bunula, what are some of the uh, inspirations uh, that, that you drew from for the, for the movie? Just kind of like, um, there are some people who, who've been bullying me on, on Twitter for a while, and some of the characters are kind of like, I guess, like parodies of, of them. And I guess a lot of the plot is kind of like retelling what happened, but in like, a more like surreal, weird way. Cool. I love that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah I cool. use that too in, in some of the things I do. Yeah, I think that's great. So it's like in the movie, Bunyla is the one who's being like stalked and harassed instead of me. <laughs> so it's like kind of like a retelling of it. I don't know. Yeah, like I said, but whatever. Parody, yeah. And, um, and then there's a plot line that's about Katy Perry, the pop star. And she, it's kind of like her going on this like revenge mission to get revenge on someone who killed all her friends. Is this the real Katy Perry or is this like an alternate version, like an alternate universe Katy Perry? I mean, I guess it's the Katy Perry that I have in my universe that that's like a kind of ridiculous version of her where <laughs> she's kind of like a mix of like Dexter and Miss Piggy. <laughs> Also sounds a little like Taylor Swift in there, like she's been scorned by by people. She's got to get payback. Yeah, got to get that payback. Yeah, and her plotline it's it's very closely based on an an episode 
a multi-part episode of Miami Vice where Don Johnson's wife gets killed by a drug lord, and then he he becomes a drug lord named Sonny Burnett and, like, goes crazy and starts murdering people. Oh, I love that. How, is it spelled the same, Katy Perry? Like, what if the real Katy Perry just put her foot down and she's like, I can't have this. I can't have this. The truth. Oh, uh, well, I mean, it has her in her name, so, like, hopefully she won't end up doing that. Yeah. I might have, like, could be a problem, though, if that happened. Could make it yeah. Perry, Katy Katie or Kerry, or just to change the letters, right? Because what is Katie? Katie Perry is she a K? Something so just like change that. it to like a C. C. You know, do like a Mortal Kombat type of yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> or three Ks. I don't know. That might not go well with. Some. It's Katie Perry, not Katie Perry. <laughs> it's not KKK Perry. I think her her legal name is Katie Hudson. So oh. maybe who knows? Like maybe she doesn't actually. Yeah, have Press ownership charges. of Katy Perry, you yeah. know? Yeah. Or you know. could just be like, no, she stole that from my thing. Yeah. Like, I've, I've, yes. I have wrote this when I was, like, five. She got a hold of it somehow. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's Anne Hathaway, the actress Anne Hathaway. Um, She's the same name as some historical figure, but I think it's just a coincidence. Right. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe. Maybe not. We'll never know. What um I wanted to say too, what I saw too, and I love I love the the preview and all that I saw, and I saw you uh, record on like older formats, like VHS type things. Wow. Yeah, I use a um mostly I use mini DV tape, and and then I use VHS and Video Eight, and I I have cameras from the eighties, but the Video Eight camera, which I used a lot. It just started while I was filming the movie. It just finally like died out. Like I guess the motor from being like such an old camera just gave out. Gotcha. Well, how does that differ from like digital recordings? Like, what do you, what can you do uh, differently? It's just kind of like you you especially on the VHS you get the weird color saturation and the way it captures lights just different than digital would. Yeah, and then it's. It's just kind of like the weird unintended things because it's it's not a great format, so it's going to leave like weird distortions the and trackings stuff, or whatever. Especially yeah. with the older cameras. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. It does. It gives it that feel like it's it's definitely retro. What kind of genre would you uh, classify the film as? I would say it's um maybe something like exploitation. I remember one time. The, the guy Frank Henenlotter who made Basket Case and Frankenhooker, he was saying how his stuff wasn't horror, but like pretty much like people who liked horror would like it. I don't know. I mean, it's just more like weird. I, I would say it's whatever like Basket Case is, like that genre, just like strange. Yeah, because it gave me a right. feel of something, but I couldn't like necessarily put my finger on. But like, yeah, the almost exploitation type film. Yeah, that's that's a good call on that. How far, how uh, much of the film is completed at the moment? So far, there's probably about 30 minutes of pretty much like fully edited footage and then maybe like a lot of unedited stuff. And I still have a lot to film, but I'd say like the movie overall is like a third of the way done. Awesome. And so far, what has been one of the uh, your favorite moments or favorite like parts of it? I don't give too much away, of course, but what's what's like your favorite? 
part of the whole thing. Well, I had a scene where when I wrote it, I was thought I wouldn't be able to like really get it done the way I did it. And basically it, it involves a lot of like, of a gross, like body fluid from an STD, like leaking out of someone and then covering someone and they kind of bathe in it. And I guess like I was happy with how it came out just with the, the effect I created for the fluid and nice. how it looked and, the people who I showed it to were like, this is so disgusting, like, it makes me sick. So I, it, it came out just like how I wanted. Yes. <laughs> it's like, That's what I was going to say. That's yeah, no, it is. Part. It's a little gruesome. Yeah. Like, I was expecting, like, water. But no, it's like slimes and oh, all sorts of awesome. gunk. A lot of gunk. It looks snotty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of fluids. Yeah, I think that scene, it's just, like, it's just very, very grotesque. Like, like I guess I kind of, like, vary what's in the movie with the three stories, but like they're one of the plot lines, which is about the wet ones characters is just like, so like sick. Like, I think when people watch it, they're probably just going to like, be like, what is this? Like, this is horrible. That's why I feel like a high compliment. Like that's something like, yeah, like that's, that's, that's an amazing thing to hear. Yeah. It's, it's, it's going to be definitely different. I don't know. Like I have, I, I rigged up a thing with an old Barbie car to make it, into like a Knight Rider car and it has like a programmable computer voice box in it so I can like program the car to like say what I want and then the voice scanner looks just like Kit like moving along with the words. Yes, that's cool. That's super cool. Love it, love it. I know too you do uh, you do music. Wolf, is any of your uh, songs in the, in the movie? Any soundtrack type thing? Yeah, I have a few of um, my songs in it and a couple of songs from an old band I had called Wondercat. And, and then I have some songs from some artists I've worked with in the past, like this really great synth pop guy named Male Tears. I'm using a couple of his songs and his stuff kind of has like this really cool, like eighties pop sound. Nice. Nice. And, and, um, a band called Cherry Pickles. They're, I'm using their song for the opening theme. It's kind of like this retro, like 50s song, but but there'll be a lot of cool music in it, though. Cool, cool. How did you first connect with Kenny too uh, from the channel Living Dead? Um, he found me through the on Twitter, like I guess through the Bunyola thing. He had DM'd me like a while ago. Cool. Yeah, he's a cool guy. And Bunyola, you were doing that for a while, right? Yeah, almost, like, just about two years. Okay, because, yeah, no, I, I remember I've seen some of your live Instagram stuff, and, yeah, you do a lot of cool things. A lot of cool things on there. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm still doing, I guess, like, the movie's pretty similar to that, but, and then, I'm not sure once the movie's done, what I'll do, will probably go try to work on doing, like, an album, because I've been wanting to do, like, a limited cassette release. Sweet. Mm. Sweet. Yeah, that's what I, I, I was going to ask, if you knew what your next project after the movie would be. I mean, I have an idea, like a script for a movie, and the next one would be more like of a traditional just live-action movie without, like, with just real actors. So hopefully if this does well, then I can start to plan to work on that. Cool. Using, like, dolls and stuff, like you said, is that a lot more work? 
like a lot of stop motion and, and stuff, I assume. No, I don't do the, I just do more like string or like I use like fishing wires or oh, hide okay. my hand or use a green screen glove. So it's more, it's not very difficult. Like, okay. right. It's yeah. more just like physically animating them. Right. You're actually moving them. So that's it's not like cool. frame by frame. I feel like that gives it a look too. That, that's yeah, totally unique. Yeah. It's like, there's a guy, Tommy Faircloth, who he's this on, he makes horror movies. He made crinoline head and I don't know, like generation X, like he used to be in Fangoria a lot. But when I was in high school, he sold VHS from his website, like this nineties website of, homemade Barbie horror movies <laughs> and like I used to get my parents to order them for me and like I was so obsessed with them and he would just use 902 and old dolls and like he had a whole high school he built <laughs> that sounds cool I wish I still had them it's like impossible to get them now yeah yeah that sounds like it would be like a rare item so so you, the VHS and then you also talked about releasing um an album on a cassette what draws you to all these older uh, forms of technology I don't know I mean I just always recorded like when I was a kid your only option really for like doing music and putting it out was making tapes and copying them and I guess it just always seemed fun to like make a tape and draw the cover and cut it out and i always just i don't know usually and if a band i like now does a cassette release i always buy it that's cool, cool. i didn't that's even cool. know that anyone that's, still did that yeah that's, that's what awesome. i was gonna say that is yeah. cool to hear and i just know that there's that retro like uh uh draw to things like even uh one of the uh one of the stranger things seasons it came in a it was dvds but the case looked like a vhs case like okay. people love that kind of stuff yeah it's really big now i mean like Justin Bieber's last album came out on cassette, and oh, I think wow. Billie Eilish wow. puts her stuff out on cassette. Yeah, no. Like uh, I've seen in stores, I've seen like a lot of vinyl, but yeah, no, I've Not never cassettes, seen yeah. uh, cassettes. That's super cool. Super cool. That's cool too, because there's also like a lot of people that are driving older cars that still have cassette players in them. I don't know about that. <laughs> I think my last car had a cassette. Player, oh, okay, yeah. So. so maybe, maybe there's a bunch. Yeah, there's a bunch out there. <laughs> yeah, and I used to have one of those thing, those adapters that hooks up to your disc man. Yes, that, like goes in the cassette player. Yeah, I had that too. <laughs> yeah, man, I think I probably still have one of those laying around. One of those adapters. I remember I, in high school, I, I had I would drive around. I had a book of three hundred CDs in my back seat, and then I had a vinyl roof. One day. I came outside and my roof was cut open and someone took all 300 of my CDs. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard of that kind of stuff happening. That always sucks, but I still buy CDs. A lot of people don't even buy those anymore. I right. Still... It's all digital now. Yeah, right? I, I buy yeah. the CD. Yeah, I do. Especially a lot of artists do the target exclusive releases where it has two extra songs, but only if you buy the target CD. Oh, right. Yeah, I know they have the exclusives. So, like, I never like knew artists, you, you pretty much have to get it. Okay, yeah, no, I knew they had their like exclusives. I never knew that that was what the exclusive was. That's cool. What's I gonna say to you? I still have a, a VHS player too. Like, no, I don't have many VHSs that I play, but there's still some I have laying around. Like for the for my sons when they come up for the summer. Like if there's an older movie 
that's that I only have on VHS. I'll throw that on for them. Don't VHS tapes like deteriorate after a couple years? Like, isn't there a point where they just won't play anymore? Or? I think you, if you play a lot. Oh, okay. I, I so think you, I remember it, my sister. It like gets worn out. <laughs> my sister as a kid, she'd watch uh, Wizard of Oz every day. And I was so happy when that tape broke. Yeah. I was so well, happy. So, so my sister was the same way. Like, she would rewatch like The Little Mermaid. Like, every, like she'd watch it and then rewind it and watch it again. And eventually yeah. it, it died out. Fantasia, I think, was another one she would do like they yeah. all eventually just like broke they'd get all staticky <laughs> all warped looking at certain points yeah. <laughs> yeah they do they they were out and also depending on what year they were made like i think if they were made before 85 the tape basically just turns to like blue and gets sticky <laughs> so but i found some like i get a lot of tapes at the goodwill and like I'll find some really old tapes and they play great and like yeah. maybe just like nobody ever played them that much. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say because yeah, the ones I had like forever they they still play when I put them on. That's cool. Some of the Star Wars I never so bought as DVDs. What, I'm sorry. What's I like that? to get like. Oh, sorry. What were you saying? No, I'm sorry. I cut you off. I was gonna say though, like. Some movies, like, I've never rebought on DVD. I still have them. Like, some of the Star earlier Wars, Star said, Wars right? and yeah. stuff, I still have on just VHS. Like, you have the original, like, edits? Yeah. That's awesome. Sometimes, like, at the Goodwill, I've found you'll just find a stack of VHS tapes that are, like, someone's home movies that got donated. And <laughs> That's great. one time I watched a bunch of the tapes, and it's like, I saw this couple go from, like, being a young couple to being like old and it was kind of like depressing and being like oh and then the tapes just ended up here wow <laughs> that's crazy I yeah, can't believe that be people like, would even, like, donate that an stuff. heirloom. I feel yeah. like you could probably use that as a clip if you wanted a little yeah, clip here and there or holy something. holy shit. Because yeah. you own it now. It's, you, you get the rights. <laughs> that's crazy. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Like, I have a, a huge stack of Super 8 film reels that are all labeled for, like, the 1950s, and I don't know what's on it because I don't have anything I can watch Super 8 with, but I just got it at a garage sale for, like, 10 bucks. That's that's awesome. That's cool. What was the other format that lasted, like, a couple months? The beta? What was that? The beta well, tapes? Betamax. The, the Betamax, right. Yeah, yeah Betamax. Uh, I have a old Betamax machine, but it doesn't work. I, <laughs> I found it at the Goodwill. Yeah, but, I remember yeah, that. Betamax. That's still you still see those around sometimes at the thrift stores. Yeah, I always remember they were top loading. They had that dumb thing that just popped up. Oh, so they were like a like a Super Nintendo or something, right? Is that how they yeah. were designed? Yeah. yeah, yeah, they were they were goofy. They were. Goofy. <laughs> I think we had those in like our school. Like they'd wheel in the big, the, the, the big Betamax and the uh, the TV on top. And this is the future. <laughs> show you some some future. They show you the future right there. <laughs> Wigwolf, thank you so much for talking to us, man. It's been a blast. Oh, yeah. Thank you for having me on. Not a problem, man. Where can everybody find you and the wet ones? Um, They can find me probably best places on Twitter, just at Wigwolf. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much, man. Cool. And yeah, when this goes up and all, I'll send you you the, the links to the individual interview and the show when it goes up. Okay, thank you very much. No problem, thank man. You, Take care, Wigwolf. All right, you too. Thank you. Later, dude. Have a good one. Super cool. Super cool. Really fun. Yeah. Yo, yo. Yo, Kyle Hester. 
The very same. Hell yeah. Kyle Hester, actor and filmmaker and producer uh, in Hollywood. Originally from uh, New Orleans, correct? That is that is correct. Cool, cool. That is correct. How did you uh, make the transition from uh, New Orleans to Hollywood? Oh, man. Well, I was, the New Orleans thing was uh, I was a kid there. So basically, you know, I got out um, of, of Louisiana when I was like seven. Okay. So, you know, then I went everywhere in the world and ended up in California, basically right out of high school. Nice. So, um, yeah, the adventure continues. I saw you. You grew up. You, you must have been the coolest kid in the world. You had a, a pro football player for a father. Uh, yeah, do you know what it was? Um, it was he was a he was a very a very liked man, and um, and it was it was great to hear all the all the stories. You know um, how he would light up a room, and and um, also he was kind of a maniac on the football field. So, <laughs> nice. so yeah, man, it, it was cool. <laughs> yeah, and so did you ever uh, pursue football yourself, or were you like that shit ain't for me? <laughs> No, you know what? I never had the size. I was like a a, a little guy. So I mean, yeah. I played I played in junior high when I was like in the seventh and eighth grade, and you know I was on the uh, the third string. So uh, you know the the coaches like let me play kind of because my dad. <laughs> I'm sure that's the reason. I oh, saw yeah. people get cut that were better than I was, <laughs> and I was like, okay, I don't know why I'm still on the team. So <laughs> you know, but all right, I'll keep doing my best. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Oh, that's great. There were probably so many kids like, oh my god, I can't believe I've cut <laughs> this goddamn Kyle Hester. He, he's a problem. <laughs> that's funny that oh. is funny <laughs> oh man that's great though but I, I, you've done a ton of awesome shit and I, I don't know like I am just so affixed and so obsessed with the fact that you built sets on Team America dude that's that's wild yeah man that was uh, we did the third scale sets for Team America so it was like um, you know everything was like uh, I think it was yeah. So like if everything is something six feet, then it's like you build it at two feet. So for the size of the puppets. So basically, yeah, we built um, Paris and, you know, the the New York set and, you know, all the where they ran the Jeeps through the the pyramids in Egypt. And, you know, so we did the whole landscape, all all that stuff we made. We made it was it was crazy. That's cool. Did you work directly with Matt and Trey? Like, were they there like overseeing everything? Well, I mean, I'm sure that, like, you know, when you're dealing with, like, you know, multi-bazillion dollar movies like that, you know, the the directors will, will get, like, pictures and, and, you know, that kind of stuff. I think I may have seen them maybe twice in the whole situation. So, wow, because I figured yeah, they'd be the guys like that wanted to, like, in. oversee it. I don't know. Like, I kind of want to, like, just be be there and make sure it was well, all. I, I agree. I agree. I'm I'm the same way. I would I would have been like, oh yeah, let's go check and see what's going on. Yeah, hell yeah. And so, meet the guy. You know, people work in different ways. I guess. Yeah, yeah. I know, and they've been on the DL at some points too for some <laughs> some of the controversies <laughs> yeah. they've had. So <laughs> that's awesome though. Totally to have been attached to that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's cool. That's cool. And uh, uh, what well, can you tell us about the the film you're currently? Uh, working on preacher six because it looks it looks awesome thank you man yeah we are in we're in post-production right now on preacher six and it's like uh we're bringing in some uh mike bidey from long play games is going to be doing the vfx on it so 
totally stoked to have him him coming on. So I would definitely check out um, you know his stuff. A lot play games. He's got some some cool indie games, and um, I'm really excited to uh, to kind of start putting out like what he's going to be working on because because um, Preacher Six is a pretty um, effects heavy film for okay. an indie. Yeah, I so, saw that uh, the trailer and it, it had a lot, so I didn't know. I figured it was like that way the whole way through. Yeah, there's um, it's not like that the whole way through, but like when it is like that, it's like that a lot. Cool. So, um, if if I can speak kind of like you know simply about mm, it, but um, yeah, there's um, it's it, it's cool. I mean, when you have to kill demons and demons can kind of like shape shift and do think different things, it's like you you got to bring on you got to bring on the big boys. Is this like a preacher he's just had enough. He's had enough and he's he's got to take down these demons like that, that's what it, I, the vibe I kind of got from it. Yeah, it's it's kind of like a, a a Tarantino vibe um where basically a small town preacher goes to the big city and, and ends up kind of like fighting evil and demons in a literal sense and um there's a there's some some other kind of backstory to to who preacher 6 is. And that is revealed in the film, um, but uh, yeah, it's 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 a lot of fun with uh, some drama and action and all kinds of stuff. I mean, if uh, check it out, uh, we we have an Indiegogo going right now. Um, you can look up, see the trailer for Preacher Six on YouTube and also on on Indiegogo right now. We're trying to raise money to get the sucker finished. Cool. Um, I, I I got super, super excited out of my mind when I saw David Banks involved in it because we've had him on the show Love two David. or three times yeah. over the years. He is such a cool dude. David Banks is one of my favorite people. I love that guy. Oh, that's so, awesome. Um, yeah. he, he's, one of the, he's one of the guys that, um, that like we will use and work with David in anything that we can do. You know, so... Awesome. Yeah, I, I love that guy. He's hilarious. We 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 met um, in an acting class, um, God, a million years ago, like at Bobby Chance's class here in here in L.A. And um, so yeah, known him for a while. And um, yep, he's a killer guy. What a cool encounter though! Uh, that, what a great connection to have made. Like that's that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. It's just it's a small world, man. Like if you've been in the business long enough then um, you, you begin to see the same people. Like the people that like kind of stick around and have, you know, been in it for a while. Because there's a big churn of people that right. like come and try it for a little bit and it doesn't work out and then they do something else. But it's like mm-hmm. if you, you know, are in it, you know, as like an adult male or, um, or an adult woman, you know, that's kind of gone through the like, you know, I'm a model and I look awesome and I will book based on my looks. And once you get past that point, uh, and you're still in the game, the the, the game gets smaller. Uh, so I saw too you got Billy from outed. Gremlins. That's that's awesome. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's awesome. I met him on um I had done I was actually an extra on um Waxworks Two where he was playing the lead in that. And um, so that was the first time I saw him. I never like introduced myself or anything to him, but then we ended up uh, being in a movie together called uh, The Chair with Roddy Piper, and um, cool. and th- that was that was awesome. So that's where I actually got to like meet and work with him. Um, so so yeah, so, so I was like, oh, cool. Um, you know, I gotta I gotta bring him on my film. That's cool. did you have interactions with Roddy Piper? 
Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. We, I mean, it's a it's a small cast. If if you like horror, um, it's it's pretty intense. Um, mm. But definitely watch. It's on Amazon and on uh, on Tubi. You can you know stream it on there for free. Cool. Um, but yeah, he he gave an awesome performance, and you know we were all on a very small set for for all the days that we were there. Because what was the movie he did in the eighties? I think it was called They Live. They Live. Yeah. Oh my god, classes. I love that movie. Now I have to see the chair because <laughs> I, I love Rod. and I loved him as a wrestler. I always loved yeah. him as a, as a heel. He was always one of my favorites. And he's like one of the nicest guys that you will know. He's I always heard so that. cool yeah. just to everybody. Super yeah. good guy. Cool. That's fucking awesome, man. That's great. What? Uh, so, do you have a release date for uh, for Preacher Six? No, we do not. Um, it's it's going to be basically, you know, see how these campaigns go. Got to raise money. Got to like, you know, grind out the VFX and. Um, and then take it from there to to the music and you know color grading and all the all the processes of of finishing a film. So we're just gonna keep grinding at it and and um, and get it done. So hopefully, you know, hopefully we'll have it out this year. Cool. So that is the goal. Has the, uh, has the pandemic uh, hindered it at all? The, the the pandemic threw everything up in the air. You know, so yeah, it's it's like. It's like basically the indie film industry got, um, you know, put inside of a of a can, a, a coffee can of coins, and then rattled around, and it's like, oh shit, what the hell just happened, and how are we gonna survive this and and yeah. go forward, and you know, and are the people that were filmmakers before this happened, are they still filmmakers? Yeah, you know, after this, are they gonna be doing something else? So it's like, uh, you know, I'm just hoping to be one of the survivors and to uh, to yeah. keep on keep on doing the damn thing yeah i know like people that have been doing pretty well in comedy that took jobs at like uh in retail just for the, for the, while this thing was going on because they couldn't get any other work oh yeah oh yeah so it's like uh, it, there's a there's a lot of like let's see how this all shakes out you know <laughs> and um yeah see how the dust settles yeah but man. Uh, my my intention is to keep going Cool. Spoiler, all the uh, people that used to direct films are now podcasters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Totally. A lot of people that I know are have like started their started podcasts and stuff. I mean, yeah. And that's it's yeah, you got it. Well, uh, creatives are going to always find a way to be creative. So I think that that's that's awesome. Who who was it? Spencer uh Spencer Garrett. Spencer Garrett. Yeah, he did that show. It was all on Zoom. He did uh, uh, quarantine. 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 Yep. That, that was a pretty cool thing. So there are some like things out there that that you could do. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. So I mean, we'll just, we'll just see. Like um, you know, I'm um, in the Screen Actors Guild, and and the, uh, as far as like making a SAG movie, you know, with uh, with all of the COVID. Um, rules and whatnot that they have installed. Like you have, you have to bring on like a whole crew um, that that was just for that, you know. So like, be, so it pretty much made making a low budget film impossible. impossible. Yeah, you know, um, with all the all the protocols and whatnot. So I'm hoping that um, you know, at least maybe in California, you know, everybody gets herd immunity and and you know things are able to kind of just be like it was. Yeah, you know. Um, otherwise, it's like you know, how, what are you gonna do? Yeah. You, know, you got to raise an extra hundred grand just for, you know, the the COVID, you know, crew, you know, yeah. something like that, and so it's crazy. What has been one of your favorite moments so far of the film, either on or off camera? 
Oh man. Uh, that's a good question. Um, I was, I mean, being the, being the producer, it's like, I, I had so many different hats on like all the time. So I think my, my favorite moment was the rap party, you know, like the, the, the completion of it with everybody getting together and having some drinks. And this is, um, you know, when you could all get together and not wear masks and, and drink some meat and, you know, dance around meat. a fire. So yeah. that was, uh, the, the completion is the thing, you nah. know, but, uh, there was so many talented people in the film and a lot of great moments. And I got to work, you know, Carmen Argenziano, um, who was a, a friend of mine before, um, you know, he was, he was so great and it's so it was, it was wonderful to be able to, to work with him, um, before he passed. So it was, yeah, just so many, so many moments. Cool. Yeah. No, it must be just cool. That there's just kick back and chill with those guys after doing that project. Definitely. Definitely. And, and many more coming up, I hope. Nice. And Kyle, in all your career, what's what's one of the craziest things you've ever seen go down in production of a film? God, one of the craziest things. Um, well, let's see. I was working on um, Wipeout as a you know as a the art department lead on on the Wipeout show. This yeah, years so you ago. did that. I love that show. And, too. Um, yeah, and you know what? It's like they they have, um, you know, the, their medical staff there is like incredible because, you know, some people take some pretty good licks on it, you know. So um, I think I saw like three ambulances um, in one day on on that show. So because of a, it was a particular thing that like people were just getting creamed by. So, but yeah, so that would be the craziest thing. I think yeah. it's like, you know, oh, wow, look at that. People fucking going down. <laughs> You know, so yeah. yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, that was a wild show. I don't even know if it's still on, but it was. What, what was that on? I don't know. If, I, I don't think it was on Fox. Okay, and what was it? Just people like it's been, was a, it... it's been on a bunch of different networks. What yeah, was it, it? it? It's actually coming on again. Okay. Um, wow. There was some like new, uh, some new hosts for it on coming on now, but yeah. It was yeah, like it's a, making a comeback. Yeah, one of those like Japanese style, like where extreme, like uh, almost like an American Ninja Warrior, where you're doing oh, the, okay. the crazy things, the the, the wacky, yeah. wacky stuff, and yeah, yeah, you could definitely, you could definitely eat some shit. <laughs> <laughs> I just assumed it was a show about surfing. Ah, no, no you're wrong. No. Son. <laughs> oh no, no, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's it's basically like you have like you know hurling, you know, big giant steel co- it's covered in foam. <laughs> things right. yeah. flying at you I while was you're wondering. trying to run and not you know hit the water it's it's one of those I, obstacle courses of death i was wondering if the foam <laughs> makes the steel less hurdy I, I i don't know like does, does that buffer the the steel underneath yeah it's foam it's it's foam so you know it's uh, but it's it's not soft it, it, it'll it wax you <laughs> yeah man and i, I wanted to ask too what uh what advice would you give to somebody just starting out in acting, Kyle? Just starting out in acting? Yeah. Oh man, I would say um, this is a, this is a very interesting time to get into it. But I would say you know do get on sets, get on anything that you can do. You know, mm. it's like um, you follow, you know, get on the Craigslist things, get on Actors Access, see if you can audition for some things. 
um, and just just get that experience because things will get back to normal, yeah. you know. Um, so, but if you can get in there and get your foot in some doors, you know, then I would definitely just just keep going and learn the craft. You know. Yeah. How important? Uh, I know you mentioned like earlier. You mentioned a uh, class, like an acting class. How important is that? Do you feel? I think it's, I think it's really important because it's like if if you want to have a career, you know, then it's it's good to be good at what you do. You know, so if you know if you just want to kind of do little things, land a few commercials, you can get by on you know just kind of like talent and you know ability and personality, but. But in order to actually be an actor, then you, I would say definitely get into some classes and get some depth and, and learn how to how to how to act. Cool. Cool. Uh, that's uh, uh, what. Uh, uh, how did you go to like, was it a big jump from uh, from acting to producing? Uh, man, I, I had done like basically, as we've been talking about, um, just about everything on a set. So so it was like having already done, you know, the set construction and the working as a grip and, you know, yeah. doing PA work. And so all the stuff like in and around film throughout the years, it's like, I kind of knew, you know, how it all worked and how to make a movie and how to solve problems, you know, on sets, which is why it's important for people to get on sets whenever you can. So yeah. You're familiar with stuff. No, no, um, no. Yeah. So that's... like, it was just kind of like, okay, when I was asked to, cause I went on to the chair as an actor and then I ended up producing it just because the creator asked, eventually asked me if I wanted to produce it just because I had, I knew all the answers that he was asking me, you know, can you do this? You know, these people, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, um, so it was kind of like all of my past experience led to that moment of, you know, do you want to produce this? And I was like, okay, yes, let's do this. Nice. So, yeah, and have the have the restrictions been lightening at all uh, with, with the the pandemic, or are they about the same? Um, I think like they're just now loosening up, you know, because I think like fifty two percent of California has been um, vaccinated. So like I think California has some of the lowest numbers in the country now, as far as hmm. you know, actual like people passing away from COVID. Yeah. Um. Cool. So which is which is awesome. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's pretty much just now the wheels are starting to turn on opening things up. I think that the mask mandate is going to be lifted on June 15th. So, um, so we're kind of in the middle of seeing how this is all going to shake out and, and see who's left and see who is, um, has moved on. Yeah. I, I would love it. I would love it. Uh, I got vaccinated, uh, last week. Slim is still being a little girl and not getting I'll, his. I'll get it eventually. <laughs> I'm holding off. You know what? I, I, I tell you what, I, I got it. I got it too. I got my second shot on the 22nd. So my wife and I are both like fully vaccinated. Cool. And, um, uh, which is like, it's a, it's a big kind of weight off. I mean, I, I think that we both had it way back in the beginning same you know, like last march we did we had know, it like before um, they even said it was around i think it was like november of 20 or december of of when uh, it was first like around so 2019 they, right they said it was yeah. around so like yeah around 2019 like the end of 2019 we all had it i had friends that went to like er's or doctors and just were diagnosed with a mysterious respiratory issue 
Yeah, dude, it was it was bad. I mean, it's like, and and so we just kind of assumed that we had it, and like we started instantly. I mean, I couldn't walk, you know, fucking yes. up the block. It was like yes. it was that debilitating where it's like it's exhausting just to do anything and and like we're runners and you know we run half marathons stuff like that and we're talking walking up the street was like i gotta turn around you know yeah it was crazy i couldn't hold myself up in the bathroom like i walked from my room to the bathroom to try to get ready for work that day and i'm like i can't even stand up i i called right out the the first day yeah it knocks you on your ass yeah, yeah, for sure. So, so chances are, I mean, we already had the antibodies, you know. So yeah. if you've already had it, then you probably have the antibodies anyway. But, yeah. um, but I think that you know, it's uh, and the thing is, it's like you know, you look at the numbers now. So if if half of the people that are uh, you know that have gotten the vaccine in in America, let's say about, let's just assume it's half the people, you know, then that means that the the people that are getting sick and dying right now are the other half of the people that haven't gotten the shot, exactly. you know, or that haven't already had it. And so it's, it's kind of sad. Like, it's kind of sad to see somebody go that not, long and then still get it. It's like, man, like that's, that's, that's right. It's still, it's still definitely uh, an issue if people are still getting it. Yeah, man. I mean, it's like, I, I, there's this app where you can like look at, you know, all the, the numbers and all the states in the world and, um, you know, kind of where it's at and stuff like that. And um, it's, it's, I don't know, man. What a crazy time to be alive. Right? You know, this is fucking nuts. Yes. It really is. Really is. I don't even know. I don't even yeah. know, man. I never so, thought I'd I mean, see anything know, like this. I'm not going to tell anybody what to do. I mean, you do what you want to do. Yeah. You know, it's like the information is out Ooh. there. So yeah. it's like uh, everyone is going to do what they want to do. But it's just like, man, what a. Wow. Well, like we're all the people, we're all still here. We're all like figuring out how to get through this insanity and, um, you know, and to live the rest of our life beyond this, you know, like America is going to become its own little bubble. You know, you look at India right now and it's like people are, it's horrible. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, (laughs) I love indie film. <laughs> so do we. <laughs> Long live indie film. <laughs> right, no doubt, man. Oh. Do you have no any doubt. um upcoming projects you could tell us about too, Kyle, or is that all unknown at the moment? Um it it, it is unknown. It is it's kind of it's unknown unknowable to I mean, yes, we will be doing another film after yeah. this. Um it's just gonna um I don't know which which one. It's gonna depend upon um, like what the protocol is, you know, what the rules are with SAG, you know, all that kind of stuff that like, what is possible, Yeah. you know, and then so we'll go from there. So, but yes, I, we will absolutely go on. But right now the priority is just to, to get preacher six finished and out. Awesome, dude. Awesome. Thank you so much for talking to us, man. It's been a blast. Thank you, brother. Thank you for having me on. Much my pleasure. Absolutely. Well, definitely have to do it again sometime. And where can everybody find you? And where can everybody find Preacher Six? You can find Preacher Six at Preacher Six um, on Twitter. You can find me on Twitter as well at Kyle D Hester. And go check out those trailers on YouTube. Just look up Preacher Six, and you'll see all the all the the, the videos and whatnot. Awesome, man. <laughs> have a good one, brother. Thank you, man. You too. Thank you. All right, uh, we're going to go on a quick break. Rob and some show, we are back with Tracy Rosenberg. Hey. Tracy, how you doing? Where's Vivian? 
Uh, she just texted me. Where's the number? I sent. I gave it to her. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> She's killing me. Oh, Viv, you're killing us over here. <laughs> she put it in her phone. <laughs> uh, this could be like a challenge. This could be a challenge on your on your new new episode. You could be like, you're not kidding. <laughs> I'm texting her as we speak. Okay. She put it on her phone, I believe, as the Robin Slim show. <laughs> That's how it's on mine too. She's like, well, was it the Slim and Rob show? Was it uh, uh, Slime and Bob? I, uh, I can't find it. <laughs> she probably doesn't even remember the Robin Slim part. She's like, <laughs> end. Is that the show? Was it called End and End? <laughs> Just never forget. Never She's forget. Too funny. <laughs> I just texted her, look in your phone under the Robin Slim show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How have you been, Oh, here Trace? she is. Oh, She's here calling she is. in right now. Add her on, Slim. There she goes. Add button. We got it? Should be two, two or three in the call. We got Vivian. Yes. All right. Yay. Viv- How do I say this? Vivian yeah. Nacionalis? Nacionales, yes. Nacionales. All right. Tracy Rosenberg, Vivian Nacionales from A Jewish Mother and a Latina on YouTube. Guess which one is which? I was <laughs> I was going to say. Um, and how did you guys start the channel? Hmm? How did you guys start the channel? Like, how did you guys uh, come up with the idea? Um, well, Viv retired two years ago, and I just retired this past year, and she's been after me to retire so we could start a new project together. Cool. And we came up with this one. So were you both teachers then? Yeah. Yes. All right. Just looking for something fun to do. Nice. Nice. Th- that had nothing to do with children. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. want to ask, too, are you a mother, too, Vivian, or just is just yes. crazy? Okay. I have two daughters, yeah. So who's the who's who's got the more like what's a better mother the Jewish mother or the Latina I feel like the Latina's got the more street cred you don't <laughs> mess with that Latina cred. mother I think, I think the Latina is much more strict part of the same <laughs> <laughs> oh you're more strict than I am Viv. oh that's true I am I am I, yeah I guess <laughs> you're strict with me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, How you guys doing? Great. How have you been? How have you been? I've been good. Keeping busy. I didn't think I would be this busy during retirement, but I'm loving it. Uh, cool. <laughs> See? Cool. Yeah. Once a week. We meet once a week and we shoot something. It's done very um, nice. It's been done very well. Do you guys do all the editing and all the all the, all that stuff yourself? I, do, that. I, I was actually a media teacher at um, <sighs> IS24 on Staten Island. Nice. Yeah. Slim was an AV geek, so that's how we do our thing. Yeah. <laughs> How long are you guys together? How long? This is like seven a seven years? season. Yeah, yeah seven or, years. Yeah. Well, technically wow. eight years, I guess. Cause, yeah. yeah, we did. We did. Uh, yeah, we did it even before that under a different name. So, yeah, we've been around the block. Oh, really? We've been around the block. <laughs> I don't know, Tracy. If we're, if we're going seven more years, Trace. We're gonna be. <laughs> you guys do we're a lot of be cool. Nationwide by then, I you guys, don't know. yeah, you guys do we're a lot. Know, of... We're gonna be using walkers. I was thinking. <laughs> you guys have some cool Speak videos. Yourself, like you guys have some cooking videos, some cleaning videos, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, music and all. Like you guys do some cool uh, variety of things on there. 
Yeah, that's what we're trying to do. We try to learn something every time we film somebody. Nice. And yeah, the idea was to get out um, out of the house and to go out into the neighborhood and into the city and whatever and find some cool adventures to do. And um, COVID actually hit uh, right before we were going to get started, um, you know, last spring. And so we launched something in November after Tracy retired in October. I'm so happy she decided to do this with me because you know it, it just gives us something to look forward to every week yeah how long did both you guys teach for because like i heard that'll burn you out i i thought for 33 years wow wow yeah. i started I did, when i was five. i did yeah that's right <laughs> <laughs> how long was your tour babe i did 25 wow I started right before i turned 30 so I went from 30 to 55, and I retired officially on my 55th birthday because I bought into some, the retirement, um, early retirement. Nice. I've never done so that. I'm a I, dumb. I was out of there. That's mm -hmm. good. Did, good for you, though. <laughs> did you guys stick with teaching one age group, or was it always changing? We taught all three grades. The school goes from grade six through eight, and we taught all of them. Right. The right. hormones with feet. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, my sons! What are my sons? My, my 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 middle son. He's really feeling himself this year. He's it's like that 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 twelve ish to thirteen ish, fourteen ish age. Like they they get yeah, they get a little, oh boy, they get a the worst crazy. ages ever. <laughs> oh man, it's a little inside oh, himself. They do become people again. Hang tight. They do. They do. I actually, I, I find that in the sixth grade, they're still a little afraid. You know, they come in from mm. elementary school right. and then seventh grade, I think, is the worst grade. Yeah. And then by the eighth grade, uh, we had we actually had our, our students three years in a row. So they would oh, be with us yeah. from sixth to the eighth grade. That's cool. I, I always found that the seventh grade, you know, they were Nightmare. trying to figure out which way they were going to go. And by the eighth grade, you know, everyone was settled into... Cool. Okay, I'm going to be a buster or I'm going to be great. <laughs> it, it's interesting because when I went to high school, we had uh, the elementary school was until sixth grade. And then seventh grade was when we started middle school. So it kind of made sense for us right. to be in that place when we were in seventh grade to be trying to figure out everything and stuff like that. But yeah, it's, it's interesting that uh, <laughs> the schools you guys taught sixth through eighth. So they didn't even go to another school, but you still saw that change. Yeah. Oh, yep. yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. When was the final I, straw, I told... though? When when were you guys finally like, God damn, I can't, I can't do this anymore? <laughs> About 20 years ago. No, yeah. <laughs> when you started, the next day. <laughs> day two of I, teaching. But <laughs> I, I, I make it past year seven, and then in my seventh year, um, I got bounced out of my um, foreign language program. I was uh, accessed out of the group uh, because someone came from another school who had more seniority. And oh. the principal called to the office and said, what can you do? And I started out as a communications major in college and then switched to education. So I said, um, I, I think I'd like to do something related to television. And he said, what do you need? I said, a computer and a television and a, a camera. camera. And that was Mr. Spisto. I love that you that were able to adapt years like that. Ago. Yeah, I love that you were able to though. Like, I want to do this. Like, you were able to adapt, where I feel like a lot of people wouldn't be able to. Yeah, and he was very open to helping me um, 
find something to do. And prior to that, I mean, I was just dipping my toe into Tracy's program. Tracy and I actually met at her performing arts program. I kind of sought her out because I knew she was the theater teacher and I always loved theater and she was so welcoming. So we really connected immediately. Uh, when I got to the school, so I love that was great. I love seeing uh, just Tracy being friends on Facebook. I love seeing like, uh, and we've even had it on some of the YouTube videos um, where your ex students just say how much they love you and ask, like yeah. all the, yeah. the interactions and that kind of stuff. You know how much money that costs me? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I was I fortunate to get them to say that shit. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm curious if you guys ever, because you know you teach these kids for like a year and then you never really see them again. Do you um, do you ever like, hey, I wonder what happened to that kid I taught five or six years ago, and try to like look them up on Facebook? Well, actually, we see them for we get them for three years straight. Oh, okay. So we build right. a really big relationship with them, and most of the time they're seeking us out on Facebook. Nice. <laughs> they oh, like to cool. see what we're up to. Like me with my comedy, they love to look and see if I have any videos up. And uh, they caught me on the, the Atlantic City one, which was the dirty show. And oh, <laughs> they came into school and they were like, "Miss Rosenberg, I saw your YouTube video. And I was like, that was my evil twin. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I actually just started Facebook when I retired because I know it's such a time suck. And um, yeah. so I sort of stayed away. And I imagine that the kids, I mean, I've found a couple of kids online, but I... I kind of think they can't find me because who the hell can spell nationalist? <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> They're like, man, I really miss that teacher, but I can't spell her damn name. Miss Nacho. Miss Nacho. They called me Miss Nash. So if they're typing in Vivian Nash, they're not going to find me. <laughs> oh, that's right. Damn. Yeah. I have one of my former students on this Sunday. Um, she's going to teach us how to make macaroons. Nice, cool. nice. Yeah. I was gonna say too. Is that was that your son, uh, Tracy, the musician uh, that made your song? Because that's he, my son. He was cool. My to son watch. and my yeah. daughter are in that band. Oh, he's, they... he's, a, he's insane. He's really insane as, as a musician. I love seeing Absolutely. that. I love seeing how he put it all together and all. It was really, really cool to watch. He's a genius. Yeah, he wrote the up music. We we gave, <laughs> just said write up free music. He said okay. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Not like he had a choice or anything. <laughs> no, that's part of the that's part of the living here. I made you deal we made exactly <laughs> one dinner every night. Right. Be a theme song. I was gonna ask too, as as t as teachers as ex teachers, have you ever seen the show Vice Principals? Because I love that show and I feel like that's that's how real teaching. No, I've never seen it. Oh, it's Danny McBride and Walter What's Goggins, that? and it's on uh, HBO. It's called Vice Principals. Definitely. Definitely check I'll it out. I have to look for that. It's, it's vice principals, I don't have... remember that. And, and, and they're two vice principals, and they're both gunning for the job of principal, so they're trying to take each other out and the principal out at the same time. It's it's oh. wild. It's. <laughs> I love that kind of stuff. I love, like, the yeah. movie Bad Teachers. That cracked me up. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's so funny. If we think about it, that's how we actually started, uh, got the idea for the show, We've been after each other to write a script about what it's yes. like to be a teacher, kind of movie of some sort. Cool. And we would always say, and I would say to Tracy too, I'd say that, can we meet on Wednesday so that we can finally start that script? 
Yes. I was like, we got to, you know, it's going to be our ticket out of this lousy joint. <laughs> I see some shit. <laughs> Even just in retail, I see shit on the daily almost that like, you can't make that up. It's just right. so funny. Yeah. You can't, you can't like, exactly. you can't write that shit. Unbelievable! Oh, yeah, the parent. Oh, the parent. Forget it. That's why the comedy the is so much fun because the it writes itself. <laughs> I can imagine just some of the parent interactions. It's gotta be rough. So, so the the media out yeah. there. The parents and the kids. Holy. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. You know what? And and the majority so lovely, but they, you know there were oh. some parents that you, you really can't tell them anything about uh, their kids. Like no... they, they will not. Anything yeah. that you say that's you know. <sighs> no different than the customer at retail that wants to return their TV that they clearly have had for six years. Yeah, or the bicycle that's all <laughs> rusted. Yeah, they're, 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 they're right. Yeah. Basically, yeah. <laughs> as far as um, how uh, media has portrayed teaching, do you think it's done a good job or for the most part has it not been like on the mark? I don't know. I um, feel, I feel Tracy. I I feel like that, um, especially on the Disney Channel and some of these other shows, that they really make the teachers out to be dolts. That they they yeah. like the teacher, you know, the Spanish teacher or this teacher or whatever. The teacher never has a clue, and the kids are always getting one over on the teacher, right. yeah. and it just really misrepresents. <laughs> I, that's how I feel anyway. Yeah. yeah. I was going to yeah, say, too, though. What, what about, like, uh, I've always heard, like, teaching is, like, one of the lowest paid professions. Is that true? Yeah. Oh, it's, so. it's down there. Yeah, because I, I heard you could make well, more as a doorman in New York City than than teaching. I, yeah, I, I it's don't, true. I, about the, the, the stats and stuff, I know, I know as far as the other states go, I guess New York, because of the quality of whatever, um, we get paid more than in like Kansas or something. But okay. really, right. um, I know Tracy knows several teachers who have second and third jobs just wow. to, you know, oh, be able easily. to sustain. Wow. You know, that's sad. What about, oh, yeah. I forget what I was just going to ask. You have but, to have yeah. another income. Well, yeah. Wow, wow, wow. That's crazy. That's crazy. Shit. What do you guys? Is, but you know, what? you have to love it. You don't go into teaching for the money. Yeah. What What were you going to ask, Tracy? Yeah. I was just saying um, you don't go into teaching for the money. Oh yeah, yeah. Was it Vivian asking yeah. something then? Yeah. Is this your full time gig, your radio show, or do you I have wish. second jobs? Yeah, we both have slave jobs. We're both in retail. Yeah, uh, and this is just a hobby. This is just a <laughs> yeah. hobby. We don't make a dime off this. I I'm in. But seven years. Oh, cool. Yeah, seven years of, of yeah. just just being dummies. <laughs> yeah, I've I've done thir- I, I've done thirteen years of uh, retail. Uh, the past two years as a retail manager. Oh yeah, now he's the big. I'm the, I'm he's the, the boss. Big one. <laughs> he's better than You're me. The big Kahuna. Yeah. <laughs> what do you? Where do you? Are we allowed to ask what company? I'm work not. For? No, I don't think either one of us no, is willing to say. We, we try. We try to keep it separate. We're <laughs> we're willing to admit that we work in retail, but we're we try on to opposite keep, sides. Like, though we're like enemies. Yeah, like, we in, are. In our other jobs. Our retail really? businesses are enemies. At, yeah. at each other. Yeah, yeah but exactly. here we we, just, oh, we come cool. together. Yeah. <laughs> we're competing that's, retailers. That's, real, that's great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's an episode right there. Are you kidding me? <laughs> so where do you record out of? 
My house. So, oh, Slim's hovel. That's what I was going to ask. I know you guys do cleaning and stuff. Could you come and clean his house? It's a shithole. It's, it's, it's the only thing Where I can... Where do you guys live? Uh, Tuckerton, New Jersey. Slim lives in Tuckerton, and I, I, I don't know if this is appropriate, but I feel like the only thing that could clean this house is a little Jewish lightning, if you know what I mean. Ooh, yeah, a little <laughs> fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we need to bring in a bunch of little midgets and let them just go crazy. Yeah, yeah. We've For tried that. that. We tried that, but then the pandemic started. I was going to get a whole, there's a whole bunch of wrestlers called the knee-high knucklers, and I was going to get them on. There you go. But then the pandemic started, yeah. Uh, by, uh, in, in real retail my boss uh recently took me out for lunch and she's like hey i watched your show uh and she like looked at me kind of weird and was like do you uh you invite people over to that house (laughs) oh ah, i love her (laughs) that's amazing (laughs) (laughs) oh my god that's great Slim's like disgusting. I, I don't even know if it's hoarding. I, it's just a lot of shit. And I'm just busy. I'm a hoarder though. Like I, I have just too much shit in my house too. Like I feel like it's just too oh much my. shit. Who's worse? That's like that excites me. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, Vivian we're both. We're both probably as bad. It, it's pretty like so. So what a lot of my mess is, is like I go and do laundry and when I get home, I just dump my laundry out on my couch and it just sits there until I wear everything. Mm. I, and then I, wash it again. I got an idea for the show. Are you ever going to bring like another race in? Like, are you going to have an Italian mom come challenge you guys? <laughs> We'd love Ooh, to. That's Why interesting. Not? Well, like a German mom. Yeah. German mom's got to be crazy. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My sister was German. Had, I'm sure she had, would do it. Italian. <laughs> <laughs> we had our Italian principal on today. Oh, guy or girl? Yes, guy. A guy. Yeah, who, he's who, um, yeah. he's only 43 years old, and he start. He was the second youngest youngest principal when he started across New York City. He was the second youngest. Wow. How, how, how do you yeah. feel as far as vice principals and principals go? Because I always felt I the principal that, yeah. was cooler, but the vice principal was the one that like laid down the law, and he was the dick. <laughs> um, it depends. That one, Trace, you know. We had, we had one, one AP that was a total jackass, but he left. <laughs> and then, you know, we've had a lot through the years that we could tell you stories that would just curl your hair. You should see my hair. But, um, <laughs> Yeah, we've been pretty lucky, though. I yeah. have to say, we've been pretty lucky. We've had some pretty yeah. good people that we work for. That's good. We I... actually, and we actually came from a great school. That's awesome. We're yeah. very. We heard a lot of horror stories of things that were going on in other schools and whatever. And um, I don't know, Tracy, about I know because we've talked about this before. We feel we were very fortunate working at our school. That's we had great, great yeah. friends. Great administration um, and good times. We had a lot of fun times. That's awesome. I was we always going to say, especially being in, in the talent department, great stuff. My, yeah. I always know that in my um, my hometown, one of my best friends' next door neighbor was our, our our principal. So we got away with a little more sometimes because of that. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> so that was cool. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, yeah, interesting. <laughs> So, yeah, he'd be like, God well, damn it. our principal actually lives in the neighborhood of the school, too, and we were asking him about that today. He said it's not so bad. He, people told him he should move, 
but <laughs> he's been fine. Yeah. <laughs> what What is the hierarchy in uh, schools? Like, do teachers Ooh. eventually move up to vice principal and then principal, or principals like just outside people they or hire? What's over the principal? Is it like the the the, the, <laughs> the market? The counts? Oh, yeah. Do you guys have a count? There's or? the superintendent. The oh, super. superintendent, the superintendent, the chance, the deputy chancellor, the chancellor. There's a, you know, there's a, a hierarchy of bullshit as you go higher. <laughs> what does the chancellor do? I feel like he just like sleeps in a coffin. <laughs> he's just, the chancellor he's makes stupid decisions to make it look like she's doing yeah. something, but she's really not. <laughs> she's not. She's not fooling anybody. What lady's brand new puppet. right now? So. We haven't felt her out yet. <laughs> How did, so? You yeah. guys were you still teaching when the when when the pandemic started? Not me, I was. No. Yeah. I was. It was interesting. Did I you... was teaching remote from March to June. How was that? Like, was and that just like crazy? It was. It was, My principal was so cool about it. He said, "Look, this is brand new for all of us. We don't know which kids have other siblings that need to use the same technology that one kid is using." And he told us, make sure they're learning something, keep them engaged, do the best you can. I know and my kids. Did. And yeah. my favorite was parents would say to me, what do you mean he didn't do the homework right? I did it for him myself. <laughs> <laughs> I know my kids, their like, schools well, gave them gave them uh, like Chromebooks, so that was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the city gave out a lot of technology. Mm. Yeah. But a lot this of year's here tighter. Wi-Fi, like who doesn't have Wi-Fi? Mm. And like Tracy said, who's sharing a computer with who, and whose mother is, you know, trying to use the computer also for work and or father, and you know, yeah. it was a disaster. So what? Uh, what two are, are up there? Are the schools back in person? Because I know where my kids go, uh, they're in West Virginia. They're back at school physically. Our kids are partly well. Some a lot of kids are remote. But there are kids who are doing both. Like, they go into school two days a week, and then they're remote three days a week. Yeah, I heard it was, like, almost a split. Like, some at home, some some at school. Right. Gotcha. Yeah, and the way they're doing it, it's just weird. Like, for the high school level, they're, the teachers are in the building, and the kids are in the building, but they're not together. The kids are on devices while the oh, teacher teaches remotely just, from another yes, classroom. Yes, that's what my kids said. They're still in, in the classroom, but they're still on the Chromebooks and all. How, how is it, too? Like, I know, like, at, at the moment, isn't it still like you have to be at least 16 to get the vaccine? Um, now they lowered it to 12 here. Oh, wow, okay. Because that's another thing. I'm like, oh, my God, you, I figured they would have, like, work that out by now like but i heard they're also working on yeah i heard they're working on uh the vaccine for the younger yep. kids so yeah hopefully hopefully it goes yeah. back we got it what's that are you guys vaccinated i am slim as not yet i i have not yet but i had I, the opportunity to i just haven't done it. i yet. only got it because like i was lazy and at work and they were like we got extra uh doses and i'm like yeah yeah give me one i might as well get it out of the way yeah, definitely. Because I was trying it's, through I the... I don't understand why you wouldn't. I was trying through the state. The state's got, you know, a site. And they had called me that same day. And it was, like, ridiculous. They were trying to, like, book me somewhere. And it was, like, 40, 50 minutes away. I'm like, I'm not driving that far for this stupid thing. No. But at work, well, like I said... you gotta go twice. Yeah, yeah, that too. And I, I ended up getting the one, the, the shot that's only the one dose. The Johnson & Johnson. So, I'm done. Oh, okay. 
No more. The one that causes the, the one and done. But it only causes the blood clots for women. I, I, I was, I was like, I'm all right. I'm a man. <laughs> yeah, no, I heard that's got some scary, scary side effects. But yeah, no, it's it's a majority uh, women that have the problems from it. So right, and it's five thousand out of however many million of people. That's it too. Yes, you do have to like take that into consideration. Yeah, it's like two percent or whatever it is. Like it's not, it's not the majority. Well, yeah. that's like the Johnson and Johnson when people had the blood clots. Six people out of seven million yes. vaccines, and they were like going to pull it. Yes, they did. I feel like I think they did pull it for like a few mm-hmm. weeks, and then yeah, they did. Was... Yeah, for a few weeks. Yeah, uh, but... like six people out of seven million. That's really. I mean, I feel bad for those like people, but yes, same. That's not bad odds. No, yeah. it's really not. It's really not. No, roll the dice. Roll the dice. Get it done, guys. It's been so great talking to you both. Uh, where can everybody find you guys? Um, we have a website, uh, Jewish Mother and a Latina. Not a website, a Facebook page and on Instagram and on YouTube. All awesome. of our videos are up on YouTube. Awesome. Yeah, and, yeah. and they're they're awesome. I subbed you guys last night, so it's definitely some great stuff. Thanks. No problem. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you both. And when when this goes get, up, I'll send you all the links. Uh, I'm sorry, what's that? Yeah, listen. When the pandemic we'll goes, we want to come visit you guys and interview you. Yes. <laughs> yes, we'd love to. We'd love to. We have so Where, many people we'd say. Are you guys close to New Jersey? New York. Or New York. Yeah, All right. Staten Island. It's half me paying Staten attention. Island. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're not far at all. Staten Island strong. <laughs> and yeah, you guys got to come. Staten Island. Gotta come clean this, clean this yeah, hobble. Yeah, clean my house. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Viv, get the gloves, Viv. Thanks, guys. Thank so you both. Thank you, guys. We'll talk yeah, soon. Yeah, thanks a lot. It's good talking to you again. You too. Take care, guys. Take care, Take care guys. Have a good one. We'll be back in a few minutes with the the infamous, the the the, the, best. the best in the world, the the weatherman extraordinaire, Frankie McDonald. Ooh, can't wait. Show and Frankie McDonald. I'm doing great so far. Yeah, yeah, Frankie. Frankie, what's up with Dylan? I asked him to come on so you guys could do your thing, and he said he couldn't. I didn't want to talk to him anymore. What? Like, you don't talk to him anymore? I thought you just did a show, like, a few weeks ago. That was that, that was last one. I didn't want to talk to him anymore, period. What did what he, he do? do? He was using me and things like that. Wow, I, that's that's sad, sad to hear. I, I I thought he was a good guy, huh? But what, what? There's no hope. There's no hope to ever hang out with Dylan again. Not again. Wow. Oh man. Wow. Wow. You never know. You never know who's who's a good guy and who's not. Slim could be a jerk too. Yeah. That's what I tell everybody all the time. Slim's not. Rob hasn't wanted to do a show with me in I the say past s- six years. Slim's <laughs> kind of okay. That's what I say. That's what I say. Wow, I didn't know that, Frankie. That's that's news to me, man. How was your birthday? My birthday is great. Good, good. I'm glad to hear that. What did you do to celebrate? Ice cream cake. In, I had an ice cream cake for Dairy King. I had chicken sandwich for Burger King. That, I love those both. I love that, both yeah, of those things. I love a good ice cream Some, cake. Uh, that, Weather's that, going to be cold all across the entire eastern United States this week. Why is it oh. so cold? Like, it's definitely cold for this time of year, right? It's a polar vortex. 
Is it, okay, yeah, no, it's definitely colder this year. Like, I think my heat ran the last couple nights. Like, I put my air conditioning because it got a little warm a few days, and I haven't ran it more than like ten minutes. So yeah, no, I didn't. I I didn't know when it was gonna warm up. That means that when is the next? When is the next Robin Slim show after this? Oh well, we're doing next week, but we might be off. Um, after that, I don't know for sure. Like, right. so we might do a show or two in June. If if we are, I will definitely have you back, Frankie. Yes. Cool. Frankie, I've never had a uh, Burger King chicken sandwich. Is it oh, better than McDonald's chicken is, sandwich? Was it? Let me ask Frankie. Was it the original chicken sandwich? Because that is my favorite. It's a crispy chicken sandwich. Oh, I have chicken McDonald's and things like that. Okay, because oh, okay. I love the Burger King original chicken sandwich. It's just mm. it's good. It's got lettuce, uh, mayonnaise, and it's just awesome. It's awesome. So it's like a McChicken, like a fried chicken patty. Okay, on a, like a long I bun. I like the chicken with just bacon. Oh, I love too. Yeah, McDonald's now doing the burgers with bacon. They got the um the McChicken, and they also have the um the quarter pounder. They have bacon on it. It's so good, so good, so good. What what do you like though, Frankie? McDonald's or Burger King better? I like both of them. Yeah, they're both good. They're you gotta switch it good. up. I feel I've like been I doing do... the Wendy's once in a while. Yeah, Wendy's, Wendy's hits a spot. Wendy's too. fries is I great. I like crispy chicken sandwich from Wendy's too. Yeah, nice. sometimes they're baconator. Oh my god, that thing is like so yeah. good, so good to me. What about hot dogs though? Like burgers or hot dogs? What do you like better? I like both of them. How, what, what, what would you go for first though? If you're at a barbecue. Yeah. I don't know. I always go for the hot dog first. I always get both, man. I get one burger one and one hot dog. Yeah, yeah, that's a good, right? that's a good combo. What do you do, Frankie? Two burgers, two hot dogs, one burger or a hot dog? So I get uh, two hot dogs and a burger. Two yeah. hot, wow, that's you a good combo. Up in it. I like so you that. like the hot dogs a little more, but you I gotta have too. a burger I, to watch them I feel them down. like I can eat so many more hot dogs compared to burgers. Like burgers, yeah. I can do like two, but I can do like. Like five, five hot dogs, hot dogs at least, yeah. at least. I'm gonna go to Wawa and get a hot dog. I like dog to introduce a new guy named Gabriel Bernardo. He's a rapper weatherman from New Market, Ontario. You have a rapping weatherman yeah. now. Gabriel. Gabriel. What? What's his last name? Bernardo. Bernardo. Okay. How did you meet him? He found me on social media. Cool. Cool. And uh, how about how about Joey? Because uh. Joey was supposed to be on our last show. Slim messed up with the time, and we were going to have him on next week. Is he still cool? He's still great. All right, awesome. Yeah, he. I loved, I checked out his... You'll get Base Guy back on your show. Base Guy, yeah. I'm definitely going to have him back, too. Like I said, yeah. either in June or um, or when we come back. I'm definitely going to have Base Guy back. I love Base Guy. Um, and yeah, Joey, Joey only. I love his videos. I love the... He does a lot of songs and stuff. He seems like a really cool guy. Really cool guy. That means, and uh, that means I sent you a link to Gabriel Bernardo. Yeah, okay, I'm trying to find it. I can't. Uh, we'll look oh, at it after the chat. show. I don't know if they go, come up. Go to chats, maybe. No. Recent chats. Oh, chats with the eleven, like that. That. What oh, about yes. that one up uh, top? Oh, up top. Oh, chats. Yeah. Uh, might no. not let me look at it until the call's over. Oh, yeah, wait. we'll definitely check it, Frankie. Yeah, dude, I definitely want to talk to that there guy, go. too. There we go. I got it. Okay. Right there. Earth. The GB the, the Weatherman. GB the Weatherman? Yeah. Cool, cool. Nice, nice. Uh, and what have you have you guys been doing a show together? I was doing interviews with him. Okay, okay. Very cool. 
Very cool. What uh, what do you have planned for the next show? That means I get an interview with Reckless Airways Radio tomorrow. Oh, Sam. Oh, it's Sam. Oh, I love Sam. He's the best. He's the best. Do you do a show on there on Reckless Airwaves too, Frankie? Yes. Cool. Cool. What uh, what are you guys gonna be talking about? Do you know? I do the weather in every country in the world. Okay. That's cool, yeah. What about the pandemic? Is it getting any better? That means I'll be getting the vaccine soon. Are you guys getting the vaccine? I got mine. Slim didn't get his yet. He's a dirty non-vaxxer is what mm -hmm. I call him. I think it's just a mark of the devil. Yeah, he doesn't want to yeah. be tracked, but I'm like, dude, yeah. you're... They're just nanobots for the government to for watch. For the flat it. earth. The... For the flat earthers, yeah. He's, a, he's also a flat earther. I it says it in the Bible that they're going to like put the mark of the beast on us, and that's what the vaccine is. I say, give me the beast. Give me the beast. What about love? Do you think love will slay the beast? Like, could They'll love slay the beast altogether. Could uh, love slay Dylan? Like, could love kill him with kindness? Oh, yeah. I feel like the Driz has a song. Is is Dylan mad at you or are you mad at Dylan? No, he's... I didn't want, I didn't want to talk to him anymore, period. Okay, all right. So are we not allowed to talk to him anymore? No. Okay. All right. I will listen to Frankie. I will take that... What about Frankie Bear? Would he talk to Dylan? Said other just, just individuals, that's it. Well, the Driz wrote something. He hopes to mend um, the conflict. The Driz has a song. We'll listen to this. Uh, let's hear. Let's hear his. Frankie, Frankie, you gotta listen to me. Friendship is like a giant heart in the sky. It's like a giant heart in the sky, and you gotta always keep it in the sky. If it falls out of the sky. You'll lose all your happiness and that ain't good. You don't want to lose your happiness. So you got to understand that when that heart starts falling from the sky, you got to pick it up, but you can't do it by yourself because one person ain't strong enough. So you got to get with your friend who you stop talking to. And when you stop talking to him, the heart from the sky stop started falling. Only you and your friend Dylan can pick the heart up and place it back in the sky. So why don't you resolve your conflict with Dylan? Because if you don't, the heart will destroy the earth. So do it for millions, billions of people. I do not want to talk to Dylan anymore. Period. That's not the way. He got roasted and toasted, Dylan. So the, the heart... What if the heart rains? Like acid rain. Well, that's the thing. Like only the friend that you broke up with can help you stop the acid rain. Or what if the heart is really I, I, a wasp's that, nest and it just dude, stings I still you? The same, it's still all the same concept. Like it only becomes any of those things. It only falls from the sky or becomes a bunch of wasps mm. or becomes acid rain if you stop talking to your friend. And only you and your friend resolving things and mending the issue can stop the acid rain, wasps, slash, um, COVID. falling, slash, COVID. Slash dinosaurs. 
Extinction, a... extension. You got a good point there, Dre. Extension. Extensioni. a lot of things a lot of things you didn't even know about i didn't even know about i thought everything was all good in in that that realm in that realm but i didn't even know didn't even know frankie you you've taught us you've taught us all tonight who what uh what some of the guests you guys have had on with gabriel mark robinson from the weather network wow how'd you get him not rob markinson right Mark Robinson. Mark Robinson. How'd you get him? What about Rob Markinson? Rob Markinson is the bad one. You don't want to talk to him. Mark Robinson. Storm Hunter. Yeah. Storm Hunter. Storm Hunter? So when you hunt... One of the Storm Hunters. So do they they kill the storms and eat them? Do you get like a spear when you're a Storm Hunter? Or like a laser like guided shoulder pad? How do you chase storms, Slim? Mm. I've never chased a storm. I've chased uh, nothing. I don't run. I don't run. So I work. I've, um, I've chased one of my kids. I'm sure. I'm sure they've gotten a little rowdy, and I've been like, "Get over here!" And I've chased them. So, so what do you when you when you storm hunt? Like, are you what are you allowed to keep? Like, can you keep do you, tornadoes? And do you earthquakes? wear camo? Do you wear camo to trick? The, they don't like, keep the tornadoes. Oh, you don't keep, the, but you can keep earthquakes. You got a big rifle to, to hunt with. Do you ever hunt? Do you ever hunt animals, Frankie? No. Do you love animals? My YouTube channel, Dogs Wolves, when two dogs chased me down the street in 2008. Yeah. I so know. You... We, has, we used to have a guy. He used to hunt boars, and we don't talk to him anymore because that's you don't hunt boars. No, that's right. That's... You hunt tornadoes and yeah. um and and sharknadoes and sharknadoes and uh <laughs> and tanks earthquakes yeah and harsh... what when you catch an earthquake do you grill it oh fry it do you put it in a jar for your friends to see. Like when the earthquake quakes when two tectonic plates once around each other, what's the slip stack and cause an earthquake? Oh. I feel like we could just lube them up. We could just pour some oil down there. I think so. And they wouldn't rub, and we wouldn't have no more earthquakes. How do you hunt a volcanic eruption? How do you plug a volcanic when eruption? When the lava erupts, they're like this, go boom. Can can you just stop that with like a big cork? Yeah, or- there's a giant rock there. Back yes, yes. Or like a bunch of corgis. You just get a bunch of pups and you just put them in there. <laughs> they they bark and they yip and then the volcano just calms down. They, the corgis know what to do. I'm on another podcast, Hot Water Podcast. Hot Water? Like in hot water or out of hot water? Hot Water, Ehrenberg. Where are they from? New York City. What do they do? They do their own podcast on Monday to Thursday afternoons. Ah, what are they on? They're on the Hot Water Podcast. Cool. Compound Media. Compound Media. Oh, oh compound. they're on Anthony Cooley. I love Compound. That's cool. What do they What do they talk about? Do, do you have fun with them? They talk about various things. And did you hear about that? And I got another news for you. Travis and Michelle, they live in New York. They're huge fans of mine. What about oh. us? Do they like us? Yeah. That means that you guys are big fans of mine. Yeah. We are the biggest. I I, I challenge anybody to be a bigger fan than us. 
They couldn't. We combine uh, together into yeah. the ultimate fan. Like Voltron. Like, like we got blades that spin. We got fans. We got blades everywhere. Yeah. They come out. They shoot up. We're like and acid. We spit acid. Yeah. Out of our blades. I stick to the ceiling and I drop a fan down and it's <laughs> spinning everywhere. Spinning everywhere. I got like sticky fingers and all that. Biggest deadliest fan. Yeah. Yeah. What's the best kind of fan? Like a metal fan or a plastic fan? Because I like a nice. A fan. It's like a celebrity. Think of fans. A fanatic. Yeah, what what yeah, creates... Have you ever had a fan, like, uh, come to your house, like, find you and, and creep you out a little? Professional photographer Neil Ruff of the Brunswick took pictures of me in August ago. Good pictures or bad pictures? He's a professional photographer. So it was allowed. Professional photographer. Did, he, yeah. did you get it put in a magazine? No. He says he had it in the studio. Oh, just on his computer. On his stu- he has, owns his own business. Stu professional photographer business. Did those pictures go anywhere? Like, did you use them in your book? He puts them in his business. Your book, though. Be prepared. Did you have uh, a photographer take pictures of you? Bob Merchant. He's another one of them. Cool. He lives in Sydney, Nova Scotia. What about Natalie pictures- Merchant? John Ratchford took pictures of me on September 29th of last year. John Ratchford, the professional photographer. Ben Friend takes pictures. I don't know if I trust that guy, though. He's he's a little weird. Yeah. I, I don't like him, him or, or his Jen Friend. No, he's got. He's just not a good guy. No. Just, what? just let me take some pictures of you. It'll, it'll be okay. It'll be okay. Let me take the pictures. So over the past be a real good boy. probably five or six years, Frankie, I've been trying to find the perfect fan. And I've, I've bought the fans, you know, the fans that are standing up on that thing and they just don't create enough wind i've tried the ones that are just you know they just sit on your floor i tried like the window fans i've tried ceiling fans and i just can't seem to find the perfect fan what about so a what fan, is like an oscillating fan on a stand what is the perfect would that work what is the perfect fan what's a perfect fan setting fan one fan two or fan three or fan three i like fan one myself Frankie, do you have an answer to that? Or a fan? A fan means a fan goes to see a famous person. Well, yeah, right, but, right, like, right. We're, but we but we're talking about a fan that creates a wind. Slim simple minded and he was a talking fan about creates a wind in the summertime we keep you cool. Right, so what's the best fan? Like it's a powerful fan. Oster. An air conditioner. Refrigerator. Like what air would you recommend? Air conditioners like, are the best. Air, yeah, yeah. Air conditioners, they, they take up too much um, money for the your electric bill, you know? What do you get to do, sweat your balls off? Yeah, well, I just want a fan that can replace my air conditioner. What about belts, Frankie? Do you like a braided belt or a nice, like, slab of leather? Like a nice, solid man belt? Like a man belt. <laughs> man belt. Some yeah. of those places in the central place to get large hail. Don't buy oh, braided belts. There's a, look at this thing. It's, look at that. It's really weird. He's look at trying. the bump there. You see that? Look at that you know, weird. I can't, I can't even belt. fit. I can't. I can't even fit the little metal piece. But then look at a nice, that. A like, nice like regular belt. Like it's a nice. That's, that's nice. a nice. Yeah. I like the the pre-cut holes. This I got it yeah. like every time. Yeah. Like Some right? ties is in a knot. He's got a weird old man braided belt. Like a old, weird Greek guy or something, huh? I got it to fit. Like it. What's your favorite belt? You ever get 
belted? Get hit with the belt? Did your father ever hit you with the belt? Mine did. So give me the belt. Or the, my mom would give me the spatula, and then my father would give me the belt. I never heard about the spatula. You never got the spatula? No. Yeah, that's how they boy. differentiated each other. Like the dad, the, the father would give you the belt, the ah. mother would give you the spatula. <laughs> yeah. Mom cooks, dad uh, whips people. Whips what about off. the air horn? Never got the air that's horn. That's not good if you get the air horn <laughs> as a kid. Slim, you have to get a vaccine sooner or later. He does, right? I will eventually. I keep telling him, Frankie. I, Frankie, I just I don't want to miss work. I, I'm a workaholic, and I want to get this vaccine and not be good enough to work. So I got to get it like He doesn't you know, even before, get a weekend. Before just, my day's off or something. They treat him like an animal. Yeah. Yeah, I heard this vaccine can mess you up, and you got to call out from work, and that's just not, that's not me, you know? Why not? Call out. I can't do that. Whoa. <laughs> That's sad. That's sad. Uh, workaholic. <laughs> Are you working right now, Frankie? Is, the, is um, the mall open? The Mayflower Mall? Yes, they laid off employees because of COVID. Wow. Did they lay you but off? Did they open up again? They laid me off March of 2020. Are, have you been able to collect um, unemployment? That means I got. Uh, that means I sold a lot of bobbleheads last year. Ben Campbell has Frankie no action figures. Sold lots of them so far. That's awesome. That's good that you have that to rely on because not everybody has that kind of a thing. Yeah. That's super cool that you have the books that you have the merch. I love that, Frankie. What's the biggest seller? What sells the most? One uh, the action figures in a book. And and is that FrankieActionFigure.com? FrankieActionFigure.com. And that has everything. So right now, Ben Campbell's going to put them back in stock. Does that have all the things? Does that have the book too? Or is that just on Amazon? Uh, my book is on Amazon. Very cool. Are you going to write another book? Don't know yeah. Sarah Solis, the person who wrote my book. Awesome. Awesome, Frankie. That's cool. Uh, what what else do you do? Would you Do you watch TV? Do you play video games? Yes, I was, I'm doing videos myself. I did a guy dancing being chased, then being chased by pelicans. Pelicans? Again. I didn't see that one yet. Oh, I have to watch that. I love that. I love the dinosaur one. That's still my favorite. The dinosaur. You should do a guy being chased by turkey vultures. Those Ooh, things are gross. Yeah. Do you have them up there? We have down here. They're called turkey vultures. Turkey vultures. They're gross. And that means space guy will come back onto your show. Yeah, uh, yeah we That's love base guy. Turkey vulture means base guy. We love no. Space guy's not a turkey vulture. <laughs> turkey vulture equals base Slim's guy. like a turkey vulture, not getting a vaccine. Like that's what he's gonna end up looking like. <laughs> that's what dirty non-vaxxers look like. Just turkey like, vultures. You could get Jason Marshall on your show. We don't have cookies guy. Jason Marshall, who's that? We don't have cookies podcast guy. We oh, don't have we don't cookies. Have cookies. What kind of cookies does he not I have? I kind of love cookies, though. Yeah. I don't know if I could talk to him. I love cookies. I love snickerdoodles. I love sugar cookies. I love chocolate chip cookies. I love fucking cookies. That I love Oreo. Marshall, that guy runs a podcast. I love, like, all the different oh, flavors Oreos. of Oreos. Hell yeah, bitch. Yeah. Damn right. Damn right. Fucking love cookies, bro. Do you like cookies, Frankie? Yes. So why are you friend with with a guy that doesn't have cookies? But so the Jason guy, Marshall, the guy who started we don't have cookies podcast. So what if oh. Dylan had cookies like and came over with a big tray of cookies like fresh baked, like warm Would you... chocolate yeah. chip cookies? Would that be cool? 
No. Mm-mm. He couldn't even sweeten that deal with cookies. Frankie, we love you. We love you. We love you. We uh, got to wrap this up. Where can everybody find you? I will return on the Robin Slim Show. Hell. <laughs> Hell yeah. We will return one day stronger yeah. and vaccinated and Slim will he'll just be dead. He'll Probably. just be fucking dead because he ain't getting that goddamn shot. Yeah. He's just working. And, and Rob's just going to keep my corpse in front of a microphone. Yeah. Hand on the it's going to be called Robin Corpsey. <laughs> Good old Corpsey. Corpslim. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love you, Frankie. Everybody go find Frankie. Yeah. Frankie McDonald. Frankie's the best. He, we love him. We love him, but we don't love Dylan. Even after the song. Couldn't yeah, change that. Fuck. Dylan, fuck guess. Dylan, fuck the Drizz. He sucks. He yeah. couldn't even fix things with the goddamn song. He, he tried. All right. But we love you guys too, and we'll be back, and and you'll listen. So see ya. Wouldn't want to be ya. Wow, I had no idea. What happened? Yeah. Yeah, I had an idea. I wanted to get the boat on. Oh. Uh, and I don't know if Dylan like saw because I tagged Frank. God, I wish we could suck on each other. I want to suck on you too. I'm gonna suck you so hard. Suck me. C can we do this? Are, are we allowed to do this? I don't care. I just want you. Fuck all of this. Let's just get the hell out of here and be whatever the fuck we want. That's evolution. That's progress. I want a family. Can we have a family? Yeah. I'm more alive than I've ever been. Oh. <laughs>